And it's lovely to see so many people here um, in the building. So thank you. Welcome back if you've not been here for how many weeks is it, Matthew? 78 weeks. Matthew worked out there. That, and, and hadn't even noticed the paint job. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, welcome, welcome to Hope Community Church. If this, is, if this is your first time, you are very, very welcome. It's just great to have so many more people here with us this morning. And for those online, great that you can connect with us as well. Now, we are starting a short four-week series. If you could just throw that thing up on the screen, Lobber, that would be really, really good. Um, Because it's a new season, it's a a new term, and what we're going to be doing over the next four weeks is this, From the Heart, a short series we're going to be sharing. And myself and the other three elders are going to just be sharing our heart, hence the picture. Now, you've got to work out who's who there. (laughs) Have you done that yet? You have. I knew you would, Sarah. But before we um, get on to that, um, I'd like to play a little game. Now, these are what I've been told are proper sketches from people in the Bible, okay, from people who were there. Now, you're, you're probably thinking, who are these people? But I've named them here. Okay, can you all see that? So over here, top left, that is the Samaritan woman. I'm sure that's how you pictured her in, in the New Testament, isn't it? Yeah? Sarah, you're not so sure? No? Surely no looks like that, yeah? No teeth? He's what? His beard's longer. You've got on good authority that his beard. <laughs> Kate, you're not sure? No. Uh, okay, so that's Joseph. Oh, that was Joseph, wasn't he? I know it doesn't look like Jason Donovan or Donny Osmond, um, but that's Joseph. Ananias. Ananias. Now, you, if you might not know about Ananias. Think of your New Testament. You're, you're with me, aren't you? Yeah? And then there's Esther, because Esther wears purple. And she has got a nose, even though maybe you, you, you can't see it too clearly there. Okay, so this is what I would like you to do, is to think about these five people. Think about the stories where they appear in the Bible, okay? One of them, this image is associated with their story, okay? Okay, for those who are chocolate lovers, that's not Toblerone. (laughs) One of the people, this is to do with them in the story, so what's going on here? Now, that is Jesus, okay? Because we all know what Jesus looks like. Sitting on some bricks in a circle. I wonder what that is, okay? Hold that image. Third one. Now, that's not a fight. (laughs) That's somebody putting somebody's hand over somebody, okay? That's the third one. Another one. That's the king. And offering a scepter to somebody there. And then... You've given it away, Sarah. (laughs) So those five images, go back to the five people. Now, can you see what the game is? You've got to match the person to the image, okay? Let's try the first one. Hands up if you think you might know who this one is. Yes. Shout out, Joshua, what do you think? You think it's Joseph? What does the room think? Yep. Just want to say, for those on camera, if I go out the shot, I'm sorry about that, okay? John's doing his... Uh, I, I, it's a bit difficult to be restricted, isn't it? I want to move around a little bit. So let's see. Is it Joseph? Yes! Well done, well done. Very good. Get the idea? Second one. Jesus talk. Is that the bag, young man? The Samaritan woman. What do you think? 
Yes, well done. And James? Okay. What do you think about this one? Anita? Ananias. Did you know that one over there? Yeah. Here's Ananias. What's he doing? He's praying, isn't he? Praying for uh, Saul when he became Paul. Remember that little story? Yeah. Well done, Anita. Very impressed. What about this one? Somebody sitting on the throne. Is it a king, do you think? Yeah. Uh, go, on, go, on. go on then, Janet. Esther. Esther, what do we think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, well done. Tell me it means the last one. So I'm going to ask you, um, Sarah, because you might know this one. What I love it, she knows her Bible, doesn't she? <laughs> Preach it, sister, and it is. No. no, well done, well done, everybody. So, the next question is, what do all these people have in common? And it's not that they're in the Bible. I mean, that's true. This is what I'm after. They all made a difference. Now, Noah's quite a, a big difference that he made. And we can see that one. But think about Ananias. We don't hear too much about him. We hear a lot about Paul, the guy he prayed for. But isn't it lovely that in the story, God asked Ananias to go and pray for Paul. And if Ananias hadn't done that, maybe, maybe Paul wouldn't have done what he did. But each of those five people, Esther, Ananias, the Samaritan woman, think about her. She had that conversation with Jesus and her life was turned upside down. And she went back and told um, her family, and she went back and told those in the village. And many people in that village came to know Jesus. So each one of these five people all made a difference. Now, of course, I could have chosen lots more other people to share out of the Bible, but just picked those five this morning. You see, the thing I want to share from my heart for us as a community, us as the people of God, is this. And it's something I've been sort of mulling on over the last few months is that, you know, God wants us to make a difference. That's what he wants from us. Now, can you see this picture here? Can you see what they are? Starfish. Now, um, Andy, I know this really will resonate with you. This is a story that you've shared before. Um, there's a tale of the starfish. Now, take a look at this short video. One day, a man was walking along the beach when he noticed a boy picking up starfish and throwing them into the ocean. Approaching the boy, he asked, Excuse me, but what are you doing? The boy replied, throwing starfish back into the ocean. The sun is rising and the tide is going out. If I don't throw them back, they'll die. The man laughed to himself and said, but there's too many starfish on this beach. You can't possibly make a difference. After listening politely, the boy bent down, picked up another starfish and threw it into the ocean. Then turning to the man, he said, I made a difference to that one. It's a great story, isn't it? Um, and I think 
if we can take that view, that we may not be able to change the whole world, but there are situations that God can put us in where we can make a difference. As a church, um, our vision that God has given to us, which we've held on to for many, many years, are these three things. God has called us to be a city of refuge, a reprocessing factory, and hope carries. And if you want to know more about that, go to our website. You can look on the boards over there. And this, the thing on the third air about being a hope carrier is this. You know, when we are hope carriers, we will make a difference where we go because we have something inside of us that treasure that Corinthians talks about is something of hope isn't it so as we live out the vision that God has called us to be as hope carriers we will make a difference and bringing that right down to us individually personally you can make a difference wherever you are be that uh, at school, at college, at university, in your workplace, in your neighborhood, in the gym, in maybe where you're volunteering or just with your friends and family, whatever kind of whatever area of life you can be in, I believe God wants to inspire us and put his spirit into us again that we can make a difference like those people in the Bible, but, but each one of us can do it. It's not just for the leaders, it's for every single one of us who are believers. In Luke 4, uh, Jesus quoted this verse from Isaiah, and it says this, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind to set the oppressed free, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. It's a wonderful verse, which we'll go, yes, amen. And as we know, uh, or if you may know that Jesus was quoting uh, this Old Testament prophet Isaiah, and Jesus said, this is being fulfilled today. It's about me, he said, and he went on to do his incredible things. And when Jesus uh, had been resurrected, and before he went up to heaven, he said to his followers, his closest friends, his disciples, you know, you carry on what I've started. Go and do it. Go and make disciples of all people. And that has trickled down through the centuries. And I think there's a, a sense of we can apply that to us. I think that's okay. I think we can look at that and say, you know, I think the, the Spirit of the Lord is on me. He wants me. He wants you to, to do these things. Maybe we're not going to do all of them. That's why we're a body. Some of us are going to sort of resonate with more of these things. But that's kind of a foundation for us to be those hope carriers and to make a difference. So maybe as we move into this season of regathering, maybe we're, if you have got children or you're going back to school or you're heading off to uni or whatever, there could be something where you say, Lord, how can I make a difference for you? Maybe you just need to dust that down. Maybe you've continued made to make a difference throughout the time of we've been sort of locked down and in the pandemic. But maybe there's a fresh call this morning, a fresh sound from heaven where God is speaking to you directly and saying, hey, you, my child, make a difference. And the great thing is this, he doesn't leave us on our own. He gives us his Holy Spirit. 
And it's down to us to be in tune with his Holy Spirit. As we're going about our daily routine, say, Lord, where can I make a difference? Where can I make a difference? Where can I make a difference? If we can capture something of that heart, then I'll be really, really pleased. And as we come to take communion, and we are going to do it in this kind of, as Andy said, in this kind of COVID-safe way, we have little... um, chunks of bread cut up here, and we have the wine in this little receptacle. But let's remember, let's remember, it is still one body, isn't it? It's one body, and we are part of that body. And this body, Jesus said, this is my body. And it was broken. His body was broken for you and for me. The great thing is that... Our access to God is not because of the things we've done. It's because of what Jesus did, isn't it? And because he died, because he was broken, we are made whole. Because he shed his blood, because he died in our place, we can have life. The Bible talks about the life being in the blood. This isn't blood, this is wine. (laughs) But as we come to take communion this morning, maybe there's a fresh sense for you of saying, Lord, how can I make a difference? So I'm going to just return over here and the band are going to join me. Um, but could you just come up and a, a, be just sensitive to one another with the space in? Maybe, um, I, I don't know whether to move the table out a little bit more. Do you think that would be worth it? Just, yeah, maybe get around. Yeah, just. I will pray. And then kind of when you're ready, when you see there's a bit of a, a, a space here, then, then do come up. And take the bread and the wine. Sarah's just putting these receptacles here because we just want to recycle the um, little uh, wine cups there. But let's pray, shall we, as we just think about what I've been saying. As we come to communion, to think about that body, Jesus' body that was broken. And this bread of life, his life, that now flows in us to make us people who make a difference. So, Lord God, we thank you. As we come to take communion, something that you've asked us to do, you say in the Bible, do this in remembrance of me. And we focus right in on you, Jesus. We see that your body, you gave up everything for us. As we picture the tragic, awful death you went through, where your body was nailed to that cross, and you gave your life for us and your blood was spilled. It's very graphic and horrible. But it's now become a symbol and a doorway of hope for us. And as we this morning come and eat the bread, drink the wine, may you meet us in that as we remember you. May we have a fresh commission in sense of being your women and your men who are hope carriers who you have called to make a difference. And I pray as we take communion that your spirit would come upon us again and that we'd be changed again. Pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. One of the things that we as leaders feel God wants to sort of shake up with us is sort of our rhythm of meetings. And um, we feel that we should be doing an evening gathering, um, kind of roughly sort of once a month. So that would mean there'll be no morning meeting. There'll be no sort of kids' work or youth work in the morning. Um, But we'll meet here at half seven.
And we'd really love to kind of have some guest speakers in and maybe we can have some extended worship and just have that kind of ministry together. Sometimes there's that just different dynamic, isn't there, when you meet at a different time. And we feel that that's something that God wants for us to do. So it'd be roughly once a month. Usually, I think it was the first of the, year, or the, first of the month or the end of the month. I can't quite remember. <laughs> we can't remember. I think it's the first, roughly the first of the month. We'll let you know. And I'm going to start that in October. And Dave Oliver is, has agreed to come and speak. For those who don't know Dave Oliver, he's part of the Hub Community Church. And um, during the pandemic, he did some videos. Was it Faith and Corona videos uh, on, out on YouTube? And he, and he did them for weeks and weeks and weeks. And uh, we said, Dave, just come and just share with us um, as a group of people. So he's going to come and do our first one in October. Uh, the second thing, food. We love food, don't we? Kate, you had your first gig yesterday, is that right? Back, back in, eh? How did it go? <laughs> yeah. Did you remember how to do, operate the cooker in there? <laughs> it's a bit like that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's been a bit like that, isn't it? I, I, I said a few weeks ago, um, I was using the PA um, and forgotten how to do something. It's like, a year's quite a long time, isn't it, if you don't do things for a certain amount of time? So, well done. Yeah, it's all still there. It, you might want to go out afterwards and just have a look in the old playground because there's some houses that have been built on a bit. Of, do go and have a look there if you've not seen that. That will kind of blow your mind. Anyway, back to food. Every now and again in the calendar, you get a fifth Sunday. Yep, maybe three or four times a year. We feel that we want to do something a bit different on that Sunday. We want to do something with food. Um, so <laughs> it's going to be a food orientated morning. Could be brunch, could be lunch. Don't know. Could be something like that. Um, and then we're going to have some, some space for people to share stories, some testimonies, and some form of corporate worship. It might be we sing, it might not be we sing, we might do something else. But we want to kind of embed that into our rhythm as well. So that's the fifth Sunday. Coming up this autumn, well, I've already said it, we're in this short season, uh, four weeks from the heart, which I started today, and then you can hear from Terry and Andy and Andy over the consecutive weeks. And then, as we move into October... We're going to start a new series called The Fools on the Hill. God's kingdom established here on the earth. The Fools on the Hill, what's that all about? Well, Terry will unpack that for us, but uh, a.k.a. the Sermon on the Mount. Okay, think about it, you'll get it. We do feel that in this season that we're in, starting in October and going into next year, we want to mine, get into the Sermon on the Mount to be those fools on the hill and allow God to do some of his work in us so that we become those hope carers that we can make a difference where we are. So we're going to be kicking that off in October. 